hello hello beautiful people and welcome or welcome back to another episode of young confused and well read hi my name is on and i am delighted to announce that we're on episode 10 of this podcast are you excited i am excited i honestly think it's so crazy to see how fast time is passing I've already done this podcast for 10 weeks. That is so crazy. I started it in one of my first weeks of university and now the semester is nearly over. It is so insane how fast time passes. Thank you so much if you have been listening to previous episodes and stuck with the pot and thank you so so much if this is your first episode and you want to spend your time with me. Because it's the 10th episode, I thought today we're going to do something wholesome and I wanted to talk about self-love. But not in a typical way and being like, hey, here are 10 ways you can love yourself because I don't think that necessarily this is working and I'm gonna get into why but just having a whole conversation about the topic of self-love you know loving yourself when you're feeling bad being neutral about yourself etc etc I actually got inspired for this episode by a podcast episode that I listened to I don't know a week ago by Safi and Wing they have a podcast called goes without saying um it's quite famous so you might have heard of it and it's such a good podcast it's my favorite podcast of all time it is so wholesome i love both of them and they're having really intelligent interesting conversations about so many amazing topics and they've been actually talking about the whole concept of self-love and even though i value their opinion to the absolute most even though i don't know them and probably shouldn't I did have some thoughts about what they had to say on the topic and I just wanted to bring in my own take on self-love and this is what I'm obviously bringing you here. Uh, First of all, what am I grateful for? I wrote down three things as always but of course there is so much more and the first one is I think something that I also said last week which has to do with my assignments that are due soon and I'm so close to finishing them. I'm running on the ending line. I'm close to the goal, which is very amazing, obviously. And I'm really looking forward to having them literally done. Another thing is food that makes me feel good and fuels me. I sometimes have this problem where I feel like my body rejects food that, I don't know, not reject, but I get like tummy pain from some uh, food or, you know, yeah, some food items. Because I was going out last night with some of my roommates and we had some pre's and with some mixers and I drank that soda and oh, I had such bad stomach cramps from that soda. I don't know why this is happening because I never used to have any problem with, you know, getting stomach cramps from soda or processed food, but it just started appearing recently and therefore I'm really trying to watch out to 
eat food that is not processed as much um, because I can eat sugar um, and fat and everything fine. It's just I think if it's processed, there's an issue that my body has with that. So food that actually really fuels my body, tastes amazing, makes me feel good, that can be anything. Ice cream. Uh, I love ice cream. Actually, that is processed food, but I don't tend to have a problem with the ice cream I'm eating. Um, but yeah, you know, or vegetables, obviously. Pasta. Lots of pasta. I'm a pasta girl. That's the thing I would eat if I could only eat one thing for the rest of my life. I am obsessed. And then my last thing that I'm grateful for are my cozy night routines. I feel like I'm really on the way setting up my perfect night routine and having the coziest times. You know, I'm somebody who would choose staying in, watching Netflix and reading over going out and partying every single time. It's just who I am. If you love going out partying, go you. I just feel like that's not me. And I've really been loving watching One of Us is Lying on Netflix. I read the book and I did enjoy the book, but not super much, but I'm so into the show right now. It's so good. And I also love, you know, doing a bit of journaling at night at the moment and doing my yoga at night. It's so relaxing. It just overall is really wholesome and I really love it. Really the perfect way to end my day. So what have I been up to this week? It's going to be really boring because honestly, I have just been working on my assignment and essays and basically every free minute that I got, I actually met up with one of my friends from a history seminar. We went to the library. I had a super productive studying session in the library, but after that, we were both so exhausted. It's so tiring, but that was really nice. And apart from that, I was just working out, going to training, study, study, work on assignments, more studying, just really focus on uni, attending all my classes as usual. And then last night, that was probably the most exciting thing. I went out to a Taylor Swift night that the university was hosting. It was quite nice, but boring grandma me went home at 11 because she was so tired and exhausted. And I was like, no, it was fun. I had some fun hours, but I really needed to go home. Um, apart from that, what am I looking forward to next week? Again, very boring. Basically just finishing my assignments and having them done. I really try to get everything done before my birthday, which is on the 28th. So that after that, I have just basically a week to really obviously handle my assignments um, and just chill and do what I love and just relax before I get to go home and do some more relaxing. <laughs> That's my plan for the Christmas break. And apart from that, I am obviously looking forward to my birthday and the chill days that are coming ahead and for Christmas. I love Christmas. It's one of my favorite times of the year. It's my favorite holiday. It might even be my favorite day of the year. It is so amazing. And I'm always so excited when it comes up. The positive affirmation I have for you obviously interacts with the conversation I'm about to have with myself and this microphone in front of me. And it is that I accept myself and my flaws because I don't need to be perfect. 
we all don't need to be perfect even though i feel like we sometimes tell ourselves that so just take a deep breath in take a deep breath out and tell yourself it's okay to not be perfect and to not get everything done perfectly and to not be perfect in the eyes of others because the least thing that matters about you is what other people think about you or think to know about you and I think this is a good way to dive right into the conversation of self-love and my take on it. So self-love and the concept of self-love like I was saying, I was listening to an episode by Safine Wing about it and it was very inspiring. So I wanted to go on and talk a bit about the concept because I think it can be a very wholesome and lovely concept, but it can also become toxic as so many things in life. And I want to start by, you know, kind of defining what I think self-love means to me. Obviously, everybody has a different definition and that's not why I'm like maybe coming up, looking up what maybe dictionaries or, you know, other people have to say to this. Because I think the most important thing is that you define it for yourself and figure out what it means for you. Because self-love is literally about you and not about anybody or anything else. It's as it says about, you know, loving yourself and accepting yourself. I don't think that self-love means to absolutely love and adore every part of yourself because that will not happen. We as human beings are so good in criticizing ourselves and criticizing our flaws and actually picking out our flaws that probably in 9 out of 10 times other people don't even notice or maybe wouldn't even define as flaws. It's so silly that, for example, something that some people can actually see as a strength of yours can be seen by you as a flaw. And I'm just taking the example of not liking to go out. I am just not the person who likes partying. I don't know, it I feel like it drains my energy so much. I'm, I mean, I can have a nice time and it can be fun, but literally before I'm always so drained and I just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this to myself? Just to then go and have, you know, a decent time, but it's not super duper all over the place. Exciting usually. Not that I have that much experience with going out, but I can just feel that you know, it's not my scenery and that's absolutely okay. And I feel like most people just would go and say, hey, she just doesn't like to go out and that's super fine. And that obviously gives me the advantages of being able to wake up really early and, you know, have my lovely morning routine and get a million one things done before having breakfast, which obviously I don't, but I think I have a really productive morning routine. And that maybe gives me the time to... I don't know, use my weekend in other ways. Obviously, you don't need to have a very productive weekend or day or whatever, and you should always just do what you love to do. But I honestly kind of also see this, you know, thing of me not liking to go out as one of my flaws because I noticed that I protect my peace um, and my calmness a lot because I value these moments and they're really charging my energy. But sometimes I just protect them too much and I don't necessarily think in terms of not going out but also for me 
not necessarily shutting myself away, but I do notice that sometimes I actually need a little bit more human interaction. And I love spending time with myself. I really fell in love spending time with myself so much more. And I think it's a great thing because I remember back in the day when I was younger, I would have never dared to go out, you know, shopping alone or going to a cafe alone. And now I'm doing this basically, I mean, I'm not going to a cafe every single week, but I, you know, I go shopping alone and I really like it. I do trips on my own. I go on walks alone and I really enjoy it. But I also think I am enjoying time with friends and doing stuff with other people, even if it's just, you know, meeting up to study. It just always fills up my cup and, you know, makes me feel a bit better. And I really need to, in my opinion, focus on finding a very good balance and not protecting my peace too much. And I'm working on that constantly because, again, I feel really good when I'm alone. But then if it gets too much, obviously, we as humans are social beings and we need social interactions. And that's what I'm saying, that it can be kind of a flaw, obviously, not really, but I hope you get what I'm saying, for me to, you know, value a really quiet life and valuing time with myself. And, you know, I love being in my room and journaling. I think this is so wonderful. It makes me feel really good. Um, and in that moment, I might not actually think about, you know, leaving my room and talking to my roommates, but every time, you know, I meet them and we have a nice chat, it just fills up my cup and that's very good. And I think I was talking a little bit around the bush, but what I'm saying here is we all have flaws that we can work on. And even though obviously my example is not a real bad flaw, it, it might not even be a flaw, but I just try to pick out an example um, that, you know, we're criticized. I think like one thing we would probably always criticize is like the way we look. And I keep, you know, doing that also. I don't think I'm too bad in doing this anymore because I mean, I do care about my looks, but I got way more chill about it. When I was younger, I didn't, you know, went to school without having concealer on because I have usually dark circles under my eyes. Doesn't matter how much I sleep, they're just there. <laughs> I don't know. And I just felt, you know, imperfect about that. Or maybe the way my nose looks or whatever. I mean, like, we can always find things that we don't like about ourselves or that we don't love. Um, and these little imperfections, you know, we will find them. I don't think there's somebody out there who's like, everything about me is perfect and I love every single part of my body and I look in the mirror and I love myself. And I have these moments, like when I just wear a cute outfit, have my makeup done, my hair done, and I'm just like, okay, I'm in such a good mood. I look so pretty today. I do have these moments, but on most days I'm more like, yep, yeah, I think I look okay. <laughs> And that's fine. And on some days, I have also bad body images day where I'm like, oh my god, I look horrible. And I think that everybody goes through that as, you know, a person. I, I don't think there's somebody who's, like, safe from that. Even if you probably might be just very neutral about your body most of the time. And that obviously depends on you as a person. But I just noticed that most of the time, I'm just really neutral about you know, my body image, for example. Um, but I do know this feeling of not feeling home in your own body, which is horrible. 
and I don't wish this to anybody and that obviously is very hard to find self-love in these moments because self-love again doesn't mean to love every single bit of you it means you love yourself and you don't like some parts or you don't love some parts because that's a part of love if you just think about the people in your life that you value and really love and you want to give your energy to i bet you can find at least one thing about them that you don't like or that that's normal because we're human beings and we all have parts that are you know i don't even know how to put it we all have our flaws and that's normal maybe uh, you have a best friend but they're never on time and it just annoys you so much uh, because you might be somebody who's always perfectly on time or um, maybe your friends are amazing but they keep picking arguments for no reason and that can maybe be a little bit devastating from time to time but nonetheless they are your friends and they're your loved ones and you will love them no matter what and I think this is how we should do it with ourselves because obviously we should thrive for you know being happy with ourselves and who we are because I think this is the way we can live the fullest life getting to know us really well and knowing what is good for us and then being really happy with us and ourselves as a being even though we might get a bit annoyed at ourselves from time to time, but then, you know, not going on and being like, I hate myself for doing this, I hate, hate, hate myself for going on, you know, yes, I'm doing this, and yes, I might want to work on it, but it's also okay, because I'm a human being, and I love myself nonetheless. I feel like I have the thing where I really end up talking a lot, I might not be necessarily oversharing, but I just, you know, like to talk. I mean, I'm having a podcast and I'm talking to you right now, so I think that proves the point. But then I feel like in conversation sometimes I might just talk too much and don't give other people, you know, a stage to maybe voice their needs or something they want to say. And I don't, you know, want to be annoying um, and annoying them, obviously. Uh, which again plays into the part that I'm a big people pleaser and it's something that I actually have to kind of get rid of I think because I will never please everybody uh, but that's something where I'm like okay why you know because I'm also overthinker I'm like why did I say this why did why did I keep talking like ooh, maybe they wanted to say something and I don't think I'm necessarily super bad in having conversations because I think I'm also a good listener and I like to add to their stories but then sometimes I just reflect and be like man, why were you like telling them the story they probably didn't even want to know but it's fine, you know, I would never go on and be like oh, I hate myself now because I did that I'm just like, yeah, I know that I do this I, I know why I do this because, you know, I, I don't know apparently I like sharing things I don't necessarily think I'm an oversharer. I just, um, you know, tend to... I feel like it's very helpful for me to talk about things. So that's why I do it. Again, I have a podcast. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's also something where I'm like, maybe I, I could work on that, doing that a bit less. Um, but overall, I still am pretty happy with myself and the way I come. And I'm happy with the thoughts that I have. And I'm happy with the way that I act in most ways. 
even though sometimes I might be like, oh, reflecting on this, because obviously the way that we interact with each other also depends on the people we are with, and this is why I am coming back to what I was already saying, so protective of my energy and myself, and maybe energy sounds a bit weird, but I'm so protective of myself because I know that the people that I interact with also shape me, and I don't want it to be in a negative way or a way that I don't like how I am and I keep noticing these things how I fall into kind of the traps of you know I'm talking to somebody and I keep on maybe doing things that I used to do because I used to you know talk with them about it um it sounds a bit weird maybe what I'm saying but you know you interact with people differently and if you can feel that the person is making you act a certain way you don't want to even if it is on you because you are the one who's reacting and interacting with them but you have the feeling you know the way that they act I have the feeling now that I have to you know act back the same way or something um reflecting on this trying to see okay do I need to you know protect my energy here do I need to protect myself for my own sake from this behavior that I'm you know putting out when I'm with that person and I know that I had friendships where I didn't benefit from the energy and where I felt miserable after interactions and where they might felt the same about it. Um, I'm not getting too much into here, but I had some pretty serious friendship fallouts where now as I'm reflecting on it, obviously I wasn't acting like a saint or an angel or anything, but I also know, you know, what this did to me and how I was, you know, treated and it was just not beneficial for either of us, I would say. Definitely not for me. And I didn't like the person I was when I was with them. And I didn't like the person that I was after this whole thing happened and when I was super hurt. But at the end of the day, I do love myself even in these moments, even when I was being absolutely shattered and maybe also at some points not super reasonable but I will not actually go on and say it because I think I was hurt so I don't need to be super reasonable about that when emotions are in the game I still was on my side and I think this is what I would say self-love is, is to be on your side to choose your side even when you fail even if if you're making mistakes and maybe being a bad person in some ways and hurting other people choose your side for your own good and that doesn't mean that you can't criticize yourself or your actions or be critical about what you did and maybe be hurt by your own actions because you know hurting other people will probably also hurt you in some way or actually you've been hurt and now you're hurting other people in response you have to choose yourself to actually get better and to feel better and choosing yourself over other people because you are the one person you have to spend the rest of your life with there is no way out and first of all the first step is to accept it you have to accept okay i am the one that will be here with me through it all and i need to get to really know myself and know my strength and know my flaws and know what i like and what i think and what i actually want to say in order to make it as, you know, <laughs> doable. Because if I don't know myself, if I, I don't really, you know, analyze who I am, 
it will be hard for me to really love myself because how can I love somebody I don't really know? And I think like a lot of people just assume that you naturally know yourself because, you know, you are you. But, you know, I, I kept noticing things about me that maybe I didn't really think about. And I keep learning things about me, new things. And that's really good. I think that, you know, reflecting on yourself through whatever way you might want to choose, maybe just sitting in your room and talking to yourself, journaling, there are literally questions online you can ask yourself. It's just nice. And it's, it's not necessarily good enough to know, oh, my favorite color is blue or my favorite color is pink and my favorite animal is a sloth. My favorite animal is a sloth. They are so cute. Um, or I, you know, like coffee. <laughs> you know, that's good things to know. But also, what does truly make me happy? What do I truly want to be? What do I truly want to, you know, do in life? How do I want to act, you know? How, how am I acting at that moment? Why am I acting a certain way? What are maybe, why am I getting so emotional about these things? I feel like a lot of times we either way just accept our reactions as given because yeah, that's just how it is. Instead of really, you know, getting to the core and analyzing why it is a certain way. Maybe you come to realize a lot of things because I personally, I don't love my nose and that's absolutely fine. I don't need to. But why don't I love my nose? Because out there, there are beauty standards of noses that don't align with what my nose looks like. And probably a lot of people just look at my nose and be like, yeah, it's a perfectly fine nose. You can breathe through it, whatever. Nobody else will spend so much thought on my nose. Honestly, know that this was probably getting out of an insecurity of a thing we used to do in school one time. I'm just telling a story. I'm sorry. But I, th I think this is actually getting quite well into the topic of self-love because we might end up not loving things about ourselves because other people keep criticizing them or keep pointing them out as our flaws and then we just be like, oh yeah, actually you're right. <laughs> I'm a horrible person or whatever. And this is not so drastic, but we in school we used to do like a circle getting everybody together and we were, you know, kind of forced. I actually, now looking back, think this was a horrible practice. We were forced to go to somebody and tell them something we didn't like about them. I don't actually know what that was supposed to do to us because, you know, obviously what you should have done is be like, go to somebody and tell them something you like about them. Um, but one of, I don't even know if she still knows this, one of my friends, and we're still really good friends, she's a lovely person, I really value her, and i just like to say we're like 11, 12 at that point, <laughs> and um, again, I love her to bits, and she's such a wonderful friend, and a wonderful person, I would call her as one of my best friends, and somebody I would love to be a friend for life with, um, but she, she probably doesn't remember, she went up to me and said she doesn't like my nose or she doesn't like the way my nose looks which obviously like isn't the worst thing somebody can tell you but as somebody who was already you know kind of insecure not too necessarily insecure about my nose but I remember that you know that moment I was kind of hurt and then I actually went on oh my god people did notice that my nose doesn't look good it's not just me so there must be something wrong with my nose and um, that kind of obviously triggered it and I'm not thinking too much about my nose to be honest on a day-to-day -day basis. I usually don't give it much thought but then I feel like if you have these really bad body image days, you know, it all just comes together and you feel bad about it. 
um, and you just don't feel good in your own skin, and that's very horrible. And I feel like that's the time when I struggle a lot with self-love in terms of loving my body, and I do think that there are is a difference between loving who you are as a person and loving the body you live in, um, because. I feel like body image is something that, like I was saying, a lot of people are struggling with. Um, and I, you know, think I'm struggling with a little bit, not too much, but sometimes I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I, honestly, it's not that bad. I'm not really insecure about my body. Um, but, you know, I have these days, like I was saying, I think it's normally have these days where it's just like, oh, not just feeling too good in your own skin I have that for example again when maybe I'm not feeling my best I'm on my period then you're feeling like a bit oh, sluggish but then again I feel for example really good when I am feeling really strong when I just did my workout for example and that's why I love working out because it makes me feel really beautiful in my own skin um you obviously don't need to work out to do this it's just a thing that I noticed about myself and one of my motivations to move my body um I wanted to say something. I'm so confused. I keep talking and talking. Body. Something with body. Oh, I don't know anymore. So I think my point was what I was saying. Loving your body. Loving your per you as a person. Can you just... Let's just take up there and do another point because I don't know what I was trying to say. Um, maybe something along the lines of that you again, have to accept that this is the only body you got and you can change it and you can change the way you look, but that doesn't necessarily make you happy, you know? If maybe the problem that you actually have is with you, your personality, which sounds super weird because we might not necessarily have too much saying in that, but if your actual problems like you don't like who you are as a person, changing your body will not help you. You know, your body and mind can be connected, but not in every single way. And you having an issue with your body will probably most times just kind of be a catalyzer for you actually maybe having an issue with who you are. And I think that's why it's so important to realize who you are and who you want to be and why there is a difference between that, because we should kind of get to that point. We will never achieve this 100%. And that is something we have to accept. But I think that's what you should be because I feel the best when I feel like I'm really close to the person I would like to be and I know that I will never achieve that to 100% and that I accept this and I'm good with that. Um, but you need to accept your needs as well and that's a form of self-love, accepting your needs. And sometimes it's hard to know that people have mental issues and they can't, you know, actually take care of all their needs they have because they have so much to care about and I know this for myself I come from a very privileged position here right now talking to you as somebody who is mentally stable um I was at a point where you know I couldn't take care of myself and my needs too much like when I was in you know a very bad state mental health wise I I couldn't work out because it was just provoking my anxiety and I had a really hard time. I didn't really watch out to, you know, eat really balanced meals and I felt really bad. And obviously that kind of made me feel even worse, but I just, I couldn't because, you know, my anxiety was so big. That was the only thing I could basically think about. And in these times, you know, I, 
I didn't feel like myself and so it was really hard to love myself but I like to think about you know the the issues that I had in my anxiety as a separate part from myself kind of like a part that lived in me too but that wasn't me that was coming from somewhere else and that kind of helped me to get through it to be like this is all it is all happening in my head and it is so real to me right now and it's horrible to be in that moment but on the other hand I do notice that I'm still in me and that I am not at fault for this and I can still love myself and I can still push through it myself and like I was saying it was the hardest time and I acknowledge that not everybody is going through it the same way this is just what it was like for me and I was really thankful that I managed to get through for myself and taking care of myself and you know acknowledging your needs is just being like what what do I need to fill my cup with do I need to you know hang out with people right now do I need to move my body? Do I need to have a whole day in my bed watching Netflix? You know, and that's, I think, one form of practicing self-love every day. It's, for me, self-love is not standing in front of the mirror and saying, I love myself, I'm so beautiful. Obviously, you can do that if it makes you feel better, but I don't do that because I, I know that I love myself at the end of the day, no matter what will come. And I will try to, you know, keep that up. And self-love practice is to take care of your needs is to realize who you are realize what you want um realize that there are flaws in you and that's okay and that you can love yourself because you would love anybody else who has flaws so why don't you do it for you something that Safi and Wing were discussing is you know do you really need to love yourself or do you just need to feel really neutral about yourself and your being and I think personally you should aim for loving yourself unconditionally, loving yourself when you have make mistakes, keeping yourself accountable for these mistakes. But what I was saying, you know, if you would just feel neutral about yourself, you know, you're you're just a being that is there. That that's so weird because you you are you and you have so many things to you. And you shouldn't view that in a neutral way. You should view that in a very subjective view. You should view that for yourself. And you should learn the things that you really love about yourself. You should learn the things you don't. And then overall, accept them and love every single bit about yourself, which is hard. And again, it's not about loving every part. It's about accepting and trying and filling your needs and your cup for your own. Because you're spending your time with you. So why would you, you know, again... What you want to spend every day of your life with somebody you feel neutral about or would you like to spend every day of your life with somebody you actually really like and value? And that's what I'm saying. And you're not going to be in a constant way of constantly having really good days and really loving, loving, loving yourself and loving your life because things are not like that. And you will go through periods of pain and stress and fear and just not feeling good, but... I think that even though, I mean, I went through these parts, I think like at the end of every day, I could still see, even though I'm struggling right now, I still love myself and I can, you know, that become more visible on the good days, obviously, but it's still present on my bad ones. And that's why I think we should aim for that. We shouldn't aim for neutrality. Why should we be neutral about ourselves? I think that doesn't make any sense we are subjective beings and we shouldn't view ourselves as a neutral individual that is with us because no we are not 
and I think this neutrality would stop us from really getting to know ourselves. So that is kind of my take on that. As you see, I don't really think that, you know, mainstream self-love practices necessarily have to do a lot with loving yourself. It can be a way of showing love to yourself by, you know, taking care of your skin, taking care of your body, taking care of your soul in so many different ways. It can be any way. But just because you're doing your skincare doesn't really mean that at the end of the day, you will actually like yourself or love yourself. You know, you can do all these things, um, have perfect routines, trying to take care of your needs, but still at the end of the day, you're like, actually, like, I don't like spending time with me. I think that if you don't like spending time with yourself and maybe spending time alone, that maybe is a sign that there is something wrong with your relationship to you. It doesn't necessarily have to mean it because some people are just really extroverted and really need spending time with other people. But I do think we all have to learn to spend time with ourselves because I noticed that when people told me, oh, you know, I don't like spending time with myself, I just feel good when I'm around others, that would probably mean that you have some issues because I knew that when I was there at, at a very low point, I didn't like being alone because I was alone with my thoughts and it made me feel worse. So um, yeah, taking care of yourself and really analyzing you can help. And I mean, I did work through it in the end and I had to learn it, but um, it worked and now I'm here and it doesn't mean that there will be no bad times for me but so far I feel really good and really happy with myself and who I am. Another thing that I'm still struggling with is forgiving and forgiving yourselves for the things you did and I'm somebody who will take on you know any fault you will put on me and be like yeah, you're right. Why did I do this? Why am I such a horrible person? Even in situations where I might be in the right, I start to, you know, kind of undermine my point for the sake of others, just because they're telling me a different view. Um, and, you know, kind of finding the faults I had in that, when actually I don't need to necessarily do it, and I can be, you know, feel like I'm in the right um for my own sake and I don't need to you know draw myself as the villain even if I did things that were wrong <laughs> so yeah I think forgiving yourself for failing and I have you know the issue a lot because what I do I think which might not be the healthiest ways either way I really blame myself for failing in different ways or I find the blame in other things like when I fail the test I'm like being like hey you know whoever did the test has that fold instead of just being like okay you you failed it for whatever reason and that's okay you don't need to overanalyze it um and it's a struggle for me and that's something I would need to learn but that doesn't necessarily has to do with like self-love I think that's maybe even another topic I think forgiveness is playing in together because at the end of the day you kind of have to forgive yourself for your mistakes to you know move on but yeah the hardest part definitely is to still find love for yourself at the bad parts and like I was saying, it is hard and you will not always manage to do it but I keep saying it at the end of the day that what may matter and that what you need to figure out and yeah, 
I hope this episode brought you a bit of hope maybe and didn't stress you too much. I went through a time where I knew that these worlds wouldn't have necessarily helped because I look at things like you don't even know what situation I am right now. I don't even know what's going to help me. I don't even know how to get through it. And if you're at a similar point, I just wish you all the best and all the love in this world because I know what it feels like and I know how horrible it is. And I know that my words right now in that case don't matter because there's so much going on. Um, But like I said, I know that there will be better times if you keep trying. And I know that's the hardest part of it. And I know that's a shitty advice, but it's, you know, all I can say. Even I, who went through it, doesn't really know how how I got through it at the end of the day. Um, So, (laughs) wow. Oh god. Um I just hope that you all are feeling loved because even if you're maybe struggling with yourself just know that you don't need to start loving yourself first before somebody else can love you. I think that is honestly one of the biggest lies. It should be your goal to love yourself, but other people will love you no matter what. They will love you through your worst, they will love you at your best. And I have people I know I will love at their absolute worst and I will be by their sides and Um, you should do that for yourself as well and if you can't do that at the moment just know that I truly believe that in the future there will be a point where that's possible for you and if you don't feel like you have enough self-love right now I'm sending you some of mine and hoping you really feel better or good or yeah (laughs) just really happy that you're here right now Thank you so much that you spend this time with me. I really appreciate it wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that I'm the voice in your ears, that I um, get to spend time with people that I don't even know. This is such a privilege and I'm so freaking thankful and I hope that the time that you spent with me was pleasant for you and that you had a good time and if not please know that you don't have to spend this time with me do what makes you feel good and is good for you and if I can fill up your cup that is such a nice thing and I'm so thankful that I get to do that apart from that I hope you might be coming back for next week's episode which will be kind of a birthday episode I will not record this on my birthday probably but maybe the day before that or really close to it Um, My birthday is going to be on a Monday and I usually record at the weekend, so (laughs) that's why. Uh, But I will probably talk a little bit more about that in the next episode. Apart from that, feel free to give this podcast a five-star review if you're enjoying it and only if you're enjoying it. And you don't actually have to write a review or give me five stars if you don't want to. Uh, But just know that it will be really appreciated. And if you want to see a bit more, um, you can follow me on social media. I have everything linked in the show notes. I have to say my social media is not really exciting. But I'm really happy about everybody who decides to tag along for the ride or just text along for the podcast. Honestly, um, I think the podcast is the best part about it. Um, You obviously don't feel pressured to do anything you don't want to do. I'm just appreciating that you're here and I hope you're having a great day, a great week and maybe even a great month 
and don't forget to stay young, confused, and well-read. Bye-bye. <laughs>